0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Hey, so before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys about Disney+. Plus. Now, I know by now you've probably heard about Disney+, Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From classics like Snow White to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hey sent you. What's going on ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Awakened Soul Podcast. I'm your host, CEO Hayes, and... If you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes, the CEO You can go ahead and follow the podcast at Awaken So Pod or at The Awaken So Pod. We have a dope show planned for you guys this week. This one is based around transparency. So I have a guest uh, named V who is a friend of mine who actually is going to be asking me some of the tough questions. And this, this interview, it, it was weird being on the other side of it. Um, and it's going to kind of force me to. Um, reevaluate some of the things that i do uh and as a friend uh where my shortcomings are everything it's just a really great episode like i said built around transparency and just um we've been pretty heavy around here um it's fun too but it's very insightful uh so you get a step inside my mind in a different way um on this week's episode so i'm really excited to bring you guys that um we also have been doing actually for the last about three or four weeks um it's it hasn't had an official name. So we do live streams every Saturday where we do help creative. So make sure if you're interested in any gear, tips, uh, marketing, any type of strategies, you tune into that. We have now named that uh, hanging with Hayes. It's just a simple thing. Um, it's gone. It's been about at sometimes like 15 minutes up until about an hour so. Um, just some additional content. Uh, To just bring and really, you know, help help my creative folks. And that's what it's all about. Something that I've always said that I've been down for and that I like to do uh, with this platform is help creative. So uh, actually, we'll start recording it as well, posting it on the YouTube channel, actually posted this past week. So if you want to get a look at it, we actually took a look at different camera gear and the the quality you can get out of different uh, mics and things like that. So make sure you're checking that out as well. But that's really all I got um, at the top of this week's show. We're gonna go ahead, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna jump right into the end of my hey hay segment. I'll see you guys there.
0: The following is a breaks media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by
2: my daddy.
1: Welcome to my dark and twisted crazy ass mind. I am Hayes and this is, as you guys know, for the viewers the You Wake and Soul podcast, uh, for the people who just listen to the podcast version, I already gave you guys a whole intro so I'm not going to do that again. But this week, during the End of Mind and Hayes segment, I just have two topics for you guys. So, we did have a uh, probable cause for a felony murder charges coming down in the Ahmad Arbery case, uh, which is something that we've been paying attention to um, in the culture. And we also, uh, you know, we've we got the video that came out about it and, you know, people are rightfully um, outraged by this. And when we talk about like the price and the worth of human of black male lives, this is something that, you know, it of course, it, it got a lot of. Uh, traction thank god and thank god that you know uh the the georgia bureau of investigations has had uh you know in 36 hours they they came down with uh with charges in this after um this has been going on uh i think he originally got shot at the end of february so the fact that we're getting some traction on this is good what i want to make sure that we uh that we keep focused on is the trial as well whenever that that does come down because we've seen it before in the culture it's happened uh we'll get convictions um or charges, but no conviction. So we need that to happen. Uh, we need everything to come through and on this uh, for those that are following case. I haven't really talked about it on this platform either, because as you guys know, and who've been listening to this podcast for a while and police shootings and uh, that stuff really does get to me and it wears on me. And with already a pandemic going on, it's just, I really, I've kind of talked around it um, on different platforms just because you got to know what you can and can't um deal with it. and i just wasn't in a place where i was able to talk about it in a conductive way it would have just been a rant a passionate one but it would have just been a rant on why motherfuckers are allowed to do some of the shit that they were done especially since not, nothing had came down up until that point so we're glad that we're getting the correct movement going forward on this now um and yeah we just gotta we just gotta stay on them about it. We got to stay, um, and, and not rest until we get more than just what we, what we're given. So, uh, the, the Georgia Supreme court, it's on them now. And so we'll see how that continues to go. And I know I said, I had two topics, um, I actually have three, so I'm going to go ahead and get into the next one. This next one is really positive. just one I want to, uh, one that I want to talk about, and that is Magnolia, uh, the new spokes for, for Gerber. And I believe she is the First, uh, she's the first adoptive, uh, child to be on this, and she's just a beautiful black, uh, baby. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's good. You know, we haven't had, um, like just a po- uh, lack of positive news so much during this pandemic that I really wanted to, to say that. So, so just Google Magnolia uh, Gerber, her picture come up, just a beautiful smile and her little head wrap and everything. And it's, you know, she was the, uh, the winner of Gerber's 2020 photo search contest. And, um, She's one years old. I think she's one years old as of yesterday when this announcement kind of came down. So just a good thing. In and, um, and I'll put a link in the description for anyone who kind of wants to quickly find this. Oh, man, this is, this is just really good. I know I said I only had two. I got one more. So this is coming down. I'm recording this the day after the Jill Scott and Erica Badu Bato. And what a great moment for the culture. And I know some people said it was boring because they did so much talking, which they did do. Um, but I think for people who... Look into these battles outside of just the music for an experience, for entertainment, for stories behind the scenes. Like uh, Erica Badu told a story of when she saw Jill Scott perform. I can't remember what city she said it was in. Maybe it was L.A. And Jill Scott was like, yeah, I remember that I tried to see you backstage, but you had got out of there. Like those are the moments that as someone who follows music um, and culture and everything that it's just. It was just beautiful to do. Those are Jill Scott is a poet and she's amazing at what she did. And you know, after watching that the battle, I'm sure there was a couple of babies who were going to be made. Um, if I'm just being a hundred percent honest, it's just it was a beautiful thing to get and listen to. And you know, everybody showed out for it. Um, Michelle Obama was in, like every everyone who's who was in there. Of course, I'm surprised that didn't break uh, down Instagram. But you know, maybe. Should I do? Should I talk about Takashi? You know what? No, I'm gonna save that. You're gonna hear if you want to hear my thoughts on the whole Takashi Six Nine. I know I tweeted something out, but if you want to hear my in-depth thoughts on that, you're gonna have to tune into the Breaks Radio. Um, but to stay on Jill Scott and Erykah Badu, it was just beautiful to see these two queens do their thing, um, the music, and just. Man, this versus thing is just – I love the way that it's taken off, and I want to see more, and I talked about this on the Berks Radio. I really hope that we do see more um, women uh, show up and be and be able to engage in these battles. I know I think on the Berks Radio I pitched Eve and, and Missy Elliott, but there's really no competition hit for hit for Missy Elliott. But just – just it's just beautiful. And I'm glad that something like this did come out of a time and was birthed because of, you know, people just needing to do something um, with with the whole pandemic going around. And, you know, we're, we're getting close to things reopening. We're going to see how everything responds to that. but. N- outside of all that i'm just really glad that we're getting things like this um, from this so um but that's it that's it on my end during the end of mine hey second we're gonna go ahead we're gonna take a break you're gonna hear from another breaks media podcast and then on the flip side of that you're gonna hear uh the first lady with the cookie chronicles before we get into the main topic discussion for this week this week's show i'll see you guys right after that
3: Hey, y'all. This is the First Lady here with the Cookie Chronicles segment on the Awakened Soul podcast. And let me just tell you, like, I had to make sure that I got one here immediately after this. Erica Badu versus Jilly from Philly uh, versus battle. Now, let me tell you. So, initially, it's supposed to be a battle battle. Like, they go um, single for single. And people... are supposed to vote on, like, who won and who had the best single for that round, whatever. Let me tell you, when I say this was not a battle, okay, like, this Erica versus Jill was, for one, much needed for the culture at this day and time for this era at this very moment, and two, like, It wasn't a battle. Like, they are both so great within their own right. Now, I'm not going to lie. I do know more Erica singles. And I think Erica has more radio hits than Jill. But the ranges of their voice, the tones of their voice, the powerfulness of their voices are just amazing. And you cannot compare the two. Like, there's no way in hell that you can compare the two. Like, there was so much... Queendom and energy and love and light and peace and just any and everything positive within the three and a half hours that they were on this live that there was no hating. (laughs) No one had like any underhanded shit to say. Even the people that were watching like they just everyone was just in this vibe like there's such vibes and the compliments that they were giving each other and the way that they were talking to each other, it was just something that we needed to see for the temperature that we live in and for everything that's happening. And it kind of gave me a reminder of how we need to be treating everybody. And especially as a black woman, like how we need to be dealing and speaking to other black women. Like there's no reason that we cannot all get along and be at peace and they even spoke on it a little bit on the the live like you know back in the day when they first came out a lot of other people in the industry and the fans were like trying to put them against each other and they're like you know i don't think the fans and people know like how long we've really been friends like we have a genuine love for each other and we talk all the time and you can tell like it was real it was sincere it was genuine it was just great. And it was the perfect end to my week. You know, for me personally, I'm not sure how many of you follow me on Twitter, but I had to go on a rant on Twitter the other day because I just felt so heavy. Like, I woke up and felt super fucking heavy. I think it was, you know, the fact that we're still dealing with COVID. Um, what is this, two months now? may Going on three months that we might have been going through all of this like I know some people were working from home and sent home from their their employers as early as like the first week of March so it's been a while and so it's been that it's been the back and forth with work you know just me for me personally in my office and all the layoffs on my job and picking up extra work and then you hear about the guy um Forgive me if I don't have his name right because I'm still on a high from the live. But I want to say his name was Ahmad or Amir. The young black man that got killed in Georgia by the two white men, the father and son. Like, that was really heavy on my heart. And I kept seeing people, like, circulate the video of the shooting on social media. Like, while I do think it's something that we need to see. Um, I, I feel like it shouldn't be shared so much. Like, you know, when people die, they still have family that are on social media and for their family to like keep reliving stuff like that over and over again. I'm kind of on the fence of whether that should be shared via social media or not. I don't know. I just, I felt super heavy. And so for the week to end on this Saturday with the Jill and Erica vibes and chemistry. It was just perfect. It was perfect. Like, I don't even feel the stresses from earlier this week anymore. Like, I'm on such a high that it's its just beautiful. Like, I want to go back in my house and light candles and incense and sage and play their music until I fall asleep. <laughs> and then wake up tomorrow on Mother's Day and play their music again as I cook breakfast and dinner for the family. Like, it's just, it was such a great thing. Like, I would love to see them in addition to some other great soulful neo artists that we have, like, go on tour. I think um, them along with, like, an India Ari or a Lettucey or, like, someone of, of those calibers, like, just come together and do a tour. It would be so, so dope. And I'm very proud that not only was this the first female battles that they did on Versus, but this was also the most watched. So... That makes me super proud. My heart is just really happy and filled with joy right now. And I hope you got a chance to see it. If you did not, I'm pretty sure a shit ton of people have been, like, recording it from their iPads and their phones. I know some people uh, were watching it on YouTube, so you could probably look it up on YouTube. Um, you could probably find a few clips of it on Twitter if you type in hashtag Erica versus Jill or versus... And if you go on iTunes, if you have iTunes, they have already, like, not even 10 minutes after the live was over, they already had the list um the playlist of the songs that each of them played throughout the battle. So again it was super dope. I'm very happy. I'm I'm on a natural high right now from everything that just happened. And I hope you had the time to go out and catch it. Um this was not the first battles that they did. They did um the other one I caught was Teddy Riley and Babyface. Oh my God, that one was hilarious hilarious but it was great you might want to check that out um i also caught t-pain versus little john that one was (laughs) that one was great as well so many hits um and they've done some before then but those were just the three that i've caught but you definitely should take the time out of your day um especially if you're african-american for the culture to check those out like so many people distributed so many great things to our people via music that, you know, we should take the time out to appreciate it. They also, um, Jill played, um, a song for Andre Harrell, so rest in heaven and peace to Andre Harrell who passed away on Friday. Um, the cause is unknown still as of right now, but, um, they did play a song that, um, he wanted to hear when he heard that this versus was gonna happen so they played that and everybody did their rips and you know all of that so that was great it was just beautiful again if you didn't have a chance to check it out um search it on social media search it on youtube and just vibe out okay just vibe out and check out some of the other stuff hopefully they'll do a men's version of neo soul um Maybe I would like to see like a an Anthony Hamilton and maybe a music Soul Child or a D'Angelo and um uh, uh Rafael Sadiq. I don't know something something soulful like this one because it was just super awesome but I just wanted to come on I had to rant about that for this week um catch me next week here on the Awaken soul podcast with the cookie chronicle segment i will have something super dope for you guys and follow me on instagram at the first lady and also on facebook at tia the first lady all right y'all happy mother's day and i hope you guys have a great weekend and an awesome week and i will see you next week bye, bye.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the main topic for this week's episode. And so, in an unusual situation that I'm putting myself in, (laughs) I don't usually turn over uh the reins to especially the main discussion part ever in life but a great idea came across my mind and I found the perfect person to do it. Uh you guys are gonna love her after this one. But uh, Miss V is in the building. What's going on?
2: Nothing's going on. Thank you for welcoming to your building. I am so happy to finally be here.
1: Yeah. Out of the darkness. <laughs> never been in the darkness, never been in the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um so with this Topic. This is this is all you. We me and you had a conversation. Um pitched an idea about transparency. Uh just a uh open space, open dialogue to where you can ask anything you want. Uh, I have no idea. Anyone who's listening, I don't know any of the questions beforehand. I do I have not had a chance to prepare for this, which again is completely unusual for me. But uh yeah, so if you want to tell the people just a little bit about yourself before you completely take over and then let's go.
2: Um, a little bit about me. Well, I'm V. I'm 29, I'm a nurse, I live in Texas, and I had the privilege of coming across you um, to know um, from a mutual Facebook group that I randomly got put in, and um, through a lot of conversations, I'm able to follow you on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and got to have a lot of pleasant interactions with you, uh, so here we are, and here I am. <laughs> yeah 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 short that's story I mean. <laughs> short story i, I mean or, or better yet like in, in the sake of transparency who who would you describe me as who am i
1: what do you mean to me
2: but yeah like in general like who am i what made me the perfect person for this conversation well
1: a because as i said to you beforehand you uh very quickly have become someone who calls me on my shit for one <laughs> which is always welcome because i think i uh, honestly and this isn't even to sound cocky i think um people like see someone who's in a position like me to like has a podcast and whatever and like they kind of feel like how much can they really say to them or not and you've never been that way it's been like nah i'm I'm, I'm gonna give it to you straight no chasing it <laughs> um so so that's always welcome um but then, like, talking to you about, like, your creative space and, like, what you have going on in your mind and where you think you want to go with it, like, the creative lane has just been like, all right, this is, like, the perfect perfect storm of of things uh, to for us to wind up here.
2: The, the perfect storm. This is the perfect storm. And I'm really happy to start in this way. And I've actually had a lot of time to think about this. I think that I've had the version of this conversation we're going to have. <laughs> with myself and um, my closest friends about five times to make sure that we really had an alignment because I do listen to your pods, of course, and we follow each other. I see you in a social setting on social media and um, I have the opportunity to talk to you and to know you outside of that. So I'm I'm able to like see where those lanes cross (laughs) and see some of those highlights. Um, I love how articulate, you always are and how um sharp you are with your communications and how well you make it known that you communicate
4: effectively <laughs> all
2: the time <laughs> um i love how you're so well spoken and everything is always so thoughtful <laughs> and um so to get to have this transparent conversation where people also get to to meet you and no way i've come to I'm very disarming.
1: <laughs> Fair, Fair enough. <laughs> Fair
4: enough. It's great. Fair enough.
1: Um, uh, all, all the, all the little stuff you just poked at me, but you know what? It's fair. I'm, a, I'm gonna let it be because I expected it. It is what it is.
2: <laughs> it. like it's just, I've only had this conversation every day for the last three days, prepping for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, do you want me to go in with like the real good stuff, or how do you wanna to break down this conversation? Because I think um, one thing I want to say that we did not talk about is when you said, um, when you approached the idea to me, you mm-hmm. said, we're going to have a conversation about transparency, relationships, people, how we interact. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we commonly talk about. Um, I pointed to, to Clover when I was talking to her the other day, I was like, for me, I think that we can all like give great advice mm-hmm. from a, from an outside perspective. It's always easy to collect your thoughts. It's always easy to think and say, um, what you would do if you were in that situation. But I really think for your listeners and for people who know you, I think the best thing is to speak about who you are and your experiences because it lets people know if I think that a man who is this age, who's accomplished this and this, mm-hmm. um, if I think that that man would like these type of things, it's kind of like getting inside of that man's mindset. Yeah. So the best thing that we can do for transparency is to talk about who we are to let people kind of use it like a pendulum of decision. Yeah, yeah so for so the first thing i would like to say um for for you uh, um where are you let's start there let's uh, start there and take
1: it out i'm in no this i'm in this space right now to where i am um i i'm trying to figure it out right like i like honestly look because i it's easy to think that you're ready. Um, but things that I've noticed about myself is that I'm still very much like oblivious in a way that like makes me come off as like not caring sometimes. And it's like and then when, then when that's given back to me, like, well, you 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 came off as you could care less or uh, and it's like, no, that's not how I felt. So I'm still like as much as I like to talk about being able to effectively communicate, I still think my emotional my emotional intelligence needs some work.
2: Yeah, Mr. Okay. And so what makes you feel like, in what areas do you feel like your emotional intelligence can grow? And how would you advise someone to recognize my emotional intelligence is not where it needs to be mm-hmm. and I'm going to work on it?
1: Because I, I think it's, we it's natural to to feel like if you would be okay with something that everyone else should be. And that's kind of what, because not much really gets to, to me personally. And I think that I get so caught up in, Oh, well, why is that a big deal? Like, because that it wouldn't be a big deal to me. Um, so it's more of an empathy thing, like realizing that like my empathy is just not where it needs to be at all. And it's not, it doesn't come from a malicious place or anything. It's just because I'm different emotionally than other people. So I, I, I think I unintentionally expect them to be that same way with it. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. And then as far as like how other people can get there and come to that recollection, I think you need to pay attention at how people are telling you they feel rather than how you think that they should have dealt with it. And that's that's what's what I'm working on right now.
2: Oh, that is a really good one. I really want to like go back into two parts of that. Two things I like about that concept is I think a lot of people have spent a lot of um, time in their life focusing on that golden rule treat people how. You want to be treated mm. and they forget that the platinum rule is supreme and it supersedes everything, which is you treat people how they want to be treated. Exactly. times, I think that in dating and relationships, we think the regard that we have for ourselves is the same regard other people have and that they want. And what I find commonly is people don't like to be treated the way I like to be treated. Yeah, um, Probably people <laughs> I like <them>
4: more.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I have that whole like regard as a very big deal to me um and then also one thing that that you pointed out is um in the emotional intelligence like knowing like you're not there and you don't have that and you need to express it better Mm. your your level of awareness there is (laughs) I'm
1: good at being like and that's one thing I like I'm really good at noticing the issue is just getting out of my own habits to change it like i've and i've said this before like on this on my podcast like the thing that i think i struggle with the most is is how i was raised to kind of not feel so like that just of course became the norm to me and i'm still breaking down like those teaching some so yeah i'm 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 trying i'm trying i swear people i'm trying it's just yeah yeah <laughs> um
2: yeah um and one thing i do want to say about you and i don't think i have the opportunity to tell you enough you are superb and wonderful at apologizing like your level of like ownership um there are a lot of people like you said i'll call you out and there are a lot of people if you tell them like you did this wrong you're like i didn't do that and your first thing is always to come back and like i'm sorry yeah so,
1: you you have some tools there. You have some, some grouse. <laughs> I appreciate You, do that. I, no, and, you and, and I really do, like, I really do, especially, well, if it's somebody, it has to be somebody I care about, because that's something that I'm bad at. Like, if I don't give a damn, I don't give a damn. But, like, when somebody that I legit care about is like, hey, you kind of failed me here. Like, that shit sticks with me. Like, you got, like, nobody would have any idea, like, like, reading that text, um, for example, it was like... <laughs> Like, legit, like, I, I sit there and I look at it for a minute, like, like, damn, like, regardless of anything, even if I thought I was just for how I responded or whatever, like, for somebody that I care about to say that I failed them in a way, it's like, damn, man, like, shit. Because I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want somebody that I've opened up to and somebody who I've had these great conversations and experiences with to f- to feel like I couldn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to trust them in a the minute, or I was trying to lean on them for support and they just completely let me fall on my face. That shit would make me look at them crazy. So yeah, I, that bothers me.
4: I,
2: I, you know what? It's not that often that you leave me speechless, and 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 that did. Um, I feel like you're so caring, and sometimes it does not get conveyed in the way that you want it to be received. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important too. Like I feel like I'm an extremely caring, loving person. Um, and a lot of people don't know that you would not recognize how loving and caring I am because some of the things I say are so like blunt
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: and uh, less than nice. But I always come from a place of love and, and I think that you do, too, very often. So coming from a place of love, something that you really love, your father, mm-hmm. and that's a really big you know, part of your identity. So how does that translate in the other areas of your life? as far as dating and interacting
1: with people i think like i still um like i try i mirror almost everything he does like it's still kind of my blueprint um even when i don't realize that i'm doing it um so like i i look at the way that my father dealt with stuff and either and not always trying to imitate him like sometimes i look at what he did as the blueprint and say all right this is where i want to do something different like this is where this is where i want to go left where he went right so my father really still informs a lot of the decisions and the way that I go about some some, most things as a man, as a father, as someone who like my worth ethic and waking up early, like all that stuff, I feel like is me trying to imitate what he's done. And then like me trying to come to my emotional intelligence is me doing the opposite of what he did and like me being really affectionate with my sons and stuff like even them like i like alan I, I still hug him and kiss him to this day and it's like i know i do that because while my father was a great father my if i would have tried to hug my dad when something was wrong would have been like hey put some dirt on it bro get up off me so like i don't i do i do that i do it differently on purpose uh with my sons the way that then he did it
2: so, so how is that um how do you think that they receive that is that a conversation you have with them about being open and about like not making those same mistakes or um, how they should deal with moving into being someone's boyfriend being someone's husband one day because you're raising someone's future husband yeah
1: we honestly we haven't um me and xavier this summer are are due for a really really grown-up man conversation so that's coming um and i think it's time to talk to him about those type of things kind of like what i did with amaya with that episode i really want to sit down with Mm -hmm. xavier and talk about how he views things right now and even ask him where he feels like I may be failing him at. So um yeah, we're gonna have that conversation. And you know, I've i kind of let him be in his bubble of oblivion because he's still very much a kid, even though he's he's god, he's thirteen years old, which is just crazy. Um <laughs> Uh yeah, it's, it's crazy.
4: 13?
1: Yeah, no, he's 14. Damn. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. he's 14 years he's old.
4: 14. God,
1: like, yeah. So I it's know just, that. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, like, and I think um I've really tried to let him stay a kid for so long, but it's getting to the point now where I wonder if it's gonna start being detrimental to him because he's going into high school. Like, as we all know, it gets hard. Um, so yeah, I really want to I really want to sit down and have a really grown-man conversation with him this summer. Oh,
4: well,
2: the great thing is I guess you have plenty of time to start <laughs> prepping <Perfect> for that, <laughs> thinking about how that's going to go and then just knowing, like you yourself, became his father. You know, not too far from where he is. Exactly. You're already stepping into that level of adulthood. So that's something that's really major. And since that happened, how do you think that shaped your trajectory to where you are now, becoming a parent early in life? Because wow. like me, I have no children, so you know, my viewpoint on on a lot of things sometimes it's evolved and sometimes mm-hmm. it I'm behind where my peers are because I don't have those sacrifices that I've. Me
1: honestly i think having kids so early saved my life like anyone who knew me around that time like i was such a hothead and uh like just fought fought all the time like just all that crazy stuff and i think having um my son that early like told let me know because i like once my son was born and once i became a father like i knew that i it was no longer just about me right it's i, I had to be here as much as I didn't like care about certain things I had to be here for him there was never anything that I wanted to happen that would take me out of his life so um I think it calmed me down and made me start looking at things more so than just in the moment cuz I very much lived just in the moment and doing whatever I want to so it, it helped me to start looking and projecting things um and really wanting to set a better example for him cuz thank god I'm not <laughs> the person I was <laughs> when I when he was first born because yeah that would be bad
2: <laughs> that would be bad yeah. um i think we're all a little bad sometimes though so yeah, it's, it's okay in my
4: book
2: <laughs> um so with all of those things what what is it to really know you like what does it take to really get to know
1: you um i think like most of my um like to get in my circle it you have to kind of show that I can trust like I can be vulnerable around you. Like, um, because like all of even me being able to like joke with people and uh like things that like are, are normal for people or even make small talk. Like that's just not something that comes to me naturally with random people. So for someone for me to like get close to people and, and build friendships, it has to be someone we have to have either mutual uh interest and then once that mutual interest is established, we have to like I have to feel like I can come to you and say, Hey, I fucked up on this. What's your opinion on it? And you give it to me straight. So
2: so is this making you uncomfortable?
1: No, uh, no, it's not. In a way, kind of, but no. <laughs> if it was in public, then yes. But yeah, really? Yeah.
2: Is this what you expected?
1: Uh I didn't know what to expect. I really did.
2: Um, I really wanted to like. I really wanted to like get into like some of the things that make you incredible, and it's so hard to get you to showcase them because you're such a great mirror. Of your audience, so like you're mm-hmm. such a great like person at like encapsulating what the vibe is and what's going on and reciprocating it to your audience. And so like sometimes it's so hard. Like all the time, I just want to like like, "What are you thinking? Like, how do you feel about this? Like, what do you have to? Say? You're making me do. It. You're the only person <laughs> who does that to me. Like, you take me out of like this number. I'm like, what do you have to say?
4: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And you I know you always see me on the edge. I'm like, like, if my bubbles turn blue to you, you you'd see like me doing like little like dots all the time. Like, mm, 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 just thinking, like, yeah. did you really you just and you're so calm. Even like you're so calm. <laughs> yeah. You drive me bonkers.
4: I, I you know that.
1: <laughs> that 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 calmness has honestly come with time because like I was the exact opposite for so long in my life i was the high head i was the one who just said stuff without thinking and just like how whatever i said came out and i'll let you decide how you're gonna deal with it (laughs) um but i think especially with this platform and what i wanted to create i wanted to create a safe space and so for that and the content that i'm covering i always do try to stay calm. like i do have my times where i go on my rants or i get i get pissed off especially if it comes to like discussing things with like cops and stuff but i think um Yeah, my calmness is just, it's weird because I don't know. I really don't know how to, I really don't know how to explain it because like people who like know me have seen me outside when I get excited, no, like, especially when I get to talking real, you know what? That's what it is because I can, I talk really, really fast when I get excited and that sucks as a podcast listener to hear somebody talk so damn fast. So I think that's why I try to stay calm is because I know if I get, if I get going, it's going to sound like Twister's rapping on this podcast. So
2: (laughs) no, it, it, um, I feel like that when I get excited, I talk so fast. Yeah. So I'm like, even now, like I'm like, I got you. I got questions. We're gonna (laughs) talk about this. And I'm like, no, slow down. Be calm. I got questions,
4: I have
2: questions. Um but so where are we headed? Like what what do you see for yourself in the next like five
1: years? I mean, I really hope that um like I can move away from what I'm doing, like not like stop podcasting or anything, but like I've got this director bug in me, and I don't care if it's like hood movies, YouTube specials, uh, web series. I really want to get into perfect my craft with directing and make that something. And I want to tell the like stories of our culture. I want to tell kind of like how friday was like a day in the life and people like really really looked at that as like this is this is what it's like to live in the hood for a day i want to tell those type of stories but at a more not a production level just like i just want to doc i guess documentaries i guess that's a great way to do it i would love to do documentaries on like artists and creatives and stuff like that's really where i hope i'm going in the next five years or um radio is another thing that i that i want to i hope i can crack eventually as well and get into radio because i think my platform is is set up for that as well um but ultimately i just hope that i'm looked at somebody looked at as somebody who helped who's helping our culture like that's ultimately what is most important to me outside of like my kids and stuff like that and family
2: now like with our culture and everything that's happened how do you feel um within our culture with this week's latest Update in the
1: black community i mean i i really wish i could say that it's shocking it's not um i mean you would, you would think that with the global pandemic going around that we wouldn't have to worry about about that but you know it it unfortunately it, it, i mean the fact that we haven't had more this year is, is more shocking than the that we have one like this is what one of two or three we've had so far in 2020 which this time last yeah. year, we were probably at like six at this point. So
2: I, I couldn't even tell you at yeah. this point because we're just deer. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the correct word for that. Um, okay, see something else. I have a whole little plethora, yeah. and I'm just like, I have you here, and you're so you're so CJ, <laughs> which is the camera came on, and you turned up, and you showed up, <laughs> and you. You have an answer for everything, <laughs> you take a pause for a comfortability, and then you just go for it. Yeah. And, and that's a highlight to a lot of things about you.
1: Well, thank you for that.
2: <laughs> that was one of my compliments. It was not a compliment at
1: all. Why is it not a compliment?
2: <laughs> because, like, let me tell you why. We're going to break this down. Okay. True to CJ's form, here we are, and you have all the answers and your communication excellent
4: mm-hmm.
2: and it's perfect.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That is not that's not a true translation, Love.
1: How isn't it?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You remember that time on like uh the that, floor that scene repeated and that dude standing there and they're like staring at <laughs> each other when he
1: finishes <laughs> I well and that's the thing is I think um I think me and you were both like that too. Like it's it's something different when it's a verbal uh b video and then like live action like the whole like written communication is great um i just i hate talking on the phone but i think like um it leaves it leaves less to be misconstrued when you can see someone's body language and like and like because i can easily say like over written communication like all right yeah i got it and then you like all right well did you really get it are you paying attention but like if i if i say that like in in a conversation where we're looking at each other it's like yeah I, i got you and i understand it's like all right, I can see it in his face, like he's he's taking it in. So I think that that that's probably what the that barrier is. Go, I feel like you want to go where in that
2: barrier is. I do want to go in because I hate it because every time like I'm looking at you face to face, it is literally my definition of what a disarming man is because if I am texting you or I see you, I could be so enraged. And unfortunately, for me, you have a very charming smile and I like your voice. Okay. And you are articulate. So you you like charm your way through everything that I could throw. So even though I can call you out on something, your responses are so good. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally, um
4: I literally do.
1: Oh, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. No, but I... and I, No, and I, I completely understand how you feel on that because it's like, all right, well, what don't you have the answer for? And it, and it starts coming off as like, all right, is it genuine? Because if you have all the answers and they come so quickly... Then why did you do something wrong? Then, yeah, then why did you still fuck up? And it's like, because I'm human and I didn't realize that okay. I was doing it. <laughs>
2: so... Dearest moms, that you're human, that is an excellent question. If you have the answers, why do you still fuck up? Like, why do you still fuck up when you have the answers, CJ? Like, you have the answers. You can think them through, you can mm-hmm. speak them. You, you I mean, I, I, I've actually literally seen you um, say things in forums that uh you didn't do. And, um, maybe i screenshot
1: it maybe me and clover talked about it um Um, i think i think it's because um i'm i'm somebody who doesn't very often ask or say i don't understand like i like i think like i because i take it as one way right and that's the part of communication that i'm not good at is confirmed is saying all right so what i'm understanding is xyz i don't do that i'll be like oh well this is this is how i interpret it i'm going to respond as if the, as if that's that's the way that it was meant and then a lot of times it's like oh and because of, again because of me not being emotional and whatever it's like i i read something and i kick into like high intellectual thing where i'm like oh okay so what you're really mad out is this and then i'm like well, and I, and it's like that's not fair that is so like looking at it now it's like it's so not fair that i do that but that is exactly what i do <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, now we're to the good question. So because it's not fair, CJ, for further sake of transparency, because it's not fair, um, speaking of people not being fair, is there anything you want to say about not being a fair person? ears are open. Who, man? Anything you want to say about it? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not fair? Yeah. You know, like, maybe sometimes, like, being selfish about, like, communicating, letting people in think we may have talked about an apology that didn't happen so here we are okay
1: that's fair enough that that is an Mm. honest interpretation of me um yeah i i am very i think because of like my past and everything i am very selfish emotionally and it's it's not always intentional sometimes it's i look at it like i'm guarding my opinions or whatever and it's like and I say this to other people like this, like you're really making me think because I say this to other people all the time, like by me also guarding my emotions, I'm not letting other people's in. And then so it leaves them feeling like, all right, did you not see that I'm sitting here with with the cut on my arm like you so busy tending to that little chink in your armor that you you like. Yeah, so I do that. I do.
2: Oh, well, you're you, you kind of like summed up that answer, but let's backtrack it. Because mm-hmm. this is something that I, I had a conversation with my spiritual guide, Clover, at this point. <laughs> i like 10 times. Shout out to Clover Marie, my spiritual
4: guide.
2: <laughs> um, when it comes to, to that concept, though, of feeling mm-hmm. like, I'm like, for me, like, I have PTSD. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's something like, I have PTSD from my past experiences with my ex, and you were able to see, some of the things that i talked about. Um, but, like, for me, I, I know that it's not reasonable and it would not be fair for me to go into the world holding people accountable to his actions. Like, okay, well, because my ex was physically, physically violent against me, I'm going to treat you like you're a physically violent mm-hmm. person. And that's not fair. That's not reasonable. So when it comes to people who have been in situations where you felt like, I had a partner who was selfish and I had a partner who saw all the things that I had to offer and they took them and they did not replenish them. So now I'm going to go back into the world of other people and I'm going to withhold. Mm-hmm. How does that make sense?
1: It doesn't, it doesn't. And at all, uh, it it really doesn't. But, and you hit the nail on the head too. I think because of like Dylan being in a situation that was selfish for so long, it's like now I've, un, I've unintentionally gone through, and now I'm the selfish one. So yeah. Uh-uh. I no, I said it once already. I replay
4: this all the time.
1: Over, oh, over. Oh, I'm gonna go to sleep till you're saying it. Oh wait,
2: can you just say I was wrong? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, you having too much fun with this. You having too much fun.
2: I'm having so much fun. Like this is like better than a virtual date. Like this is much better. <laughs> um, I'm having so much fun. I forgot I had a legitimate, real, real question in the middle of that gloat. Oh,
4: um,
2: <laughs> uh, no, but like to to say that not 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 to not to keep getting it on you. Um, but with that whole concept of like, knowing like, so someone was selfish or I was in a situation when it comes to thinking that that other person was selfish in a relationship, who are you? Like, what do you think that person's perceptions of your actions were that allowed them to be comfortable being selfish? If that makes sense? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Because I'm pretty sure there are instances where someone could think like, oh, you're so selfish, but oh, perfect example. Actually, I had two friends and there's a disagreement on their actions, whereas one friend is like, well, if that's your friend, they should have never done this. And me, I'm like, well, that is my friend. And not only did they do that, but I also see the picture of what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like, you know, when you have people in the, in the situation, you see someone doing something and you're like, oh, they're wrong against this person but really like that person has their own story and their own situation and their own actions like you have a reason why you feel like you're being selfish it doesn't make you right yeah but there are things that are going on within you and you still have to interact in the world Mm -hmm. so what what was happening that dynamic that you can see in hindsight
1: i think initial over overextending because i didn't how can i say how can i word this i overextended right um and you know how like people now have the whole thing don't introduce me to a vibe that you can't maintain right so Mm. I, i overextended to kind of prove my worth and then that overextension just became a carpet that i just gladly allowed to be walked on because it was like all right like what do I look like now? Take rolling that carpet back up when i when I extended it to prove a point. So I think maybe me trying to prove a point ultimately blew back up in my face.
2: Oh, I you just saying, I think we've all done that. Like early relationships in relationships and years, um I'm I definitely, I'm not, I don't do that anymore. Um, but that concept, like you meet someone and you want to show, like, I deserve to be around you because I see things in you that are great. Mm-hmm. So then you go out and do all of these things and you create a baseline. Like they expect you to put, they expect you as the one, they expect you to put, they expect you to put that person expects you to cancel your plans, And then you start doing all those things and you initially did them with no, um, nothing in return. You just did it. Yeah. And then, and, okay. So that's why you felt like that was selfish. So if that is what you initially did, Mm -hmm. is
1: that person actually
2: selfish?
1: I think it was because when it, when, when it got time to say, to have that conversation of, okay. And we did have it. uh, We had the conversation of, all right, this is what's been happening. I understand that it the the standard was set by me, but I'm starting I'm starting to run on E. I need some of that replenishing back in, and it was like, oh no, you good? So once I once you make that, so like if I didn't make the the need and I didn't verbalize it, how can you expect someone just to know? Like we always we get caught up in like expecting someone just to know what we need, and it doesn't happen. But then when it started turning, is like when you say, no, this is what I need. This is something that I realized. This is how my needs have changed and evolved and then that person to hear that and be like oh no i ain't got time for that
2: oh i think that's just like now in dating i see that as someone saying like i'm just not for you you're not for me yeah like yeah. i i'm willing to take it if you're gonna give it but i'm not willing to return it and i think uh like for me i'm okay believe it or not i don't think relationships are 50 50 i absolutely don't think they are And I think that that's okay. It's just the person who's on the end that extended more has to be okay with receiving less.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like for me, um, I have this philosophy that I, I never give anything I'm not willing to lose, so I give what I'm willing to lose. And at the same time, I may give something that you can't offer, and I'm okay with that as long as what I want, I'm getting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of people kind of mess up relationships thinking that relationships are supposed to be fifty fifty when they are not. It's yeah. not possible. Yeah.
1: The the concept of everything being like when when I hear fifty fifty, what I what I think I mean by what I take fifty fifty as is meaning I got you, you got me, and we're going to figure out what that looks like. But the idea of like everything being cut strictly down the middle, half on each That's side, that just stupid. it's not realistic. It does it doesn't happen. It doesn't
2: happen. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. Oh, so speaking of that not happening, so we're we're in a couple groups, and and we see this argument all the time. And I want to know your actual opinion. Paying the bills. Who's paying the bills? I think. Um. I think in, na- the bills? in your relationship, who's paying the bills? I, I, we can't we can't put a baseline on what people should do. Okay, let's be a pendulum. In, in mine, who's in paying mine. the bills in your relationship? We You're both do.
1: We both doing. It. I got rent though. That, that's that's all I got.
2: found out something
1: new, about somebody every day. Yeah. The, okay, so to, to break it down, this is how I look at it, right? I think this is the perfect situation. Is whatever like you agree upon what goes in the pool. So let's say 60% of each one of our checks goes into a, a pool that's for our bills like that. So that's not even saying like a, a number on it. That's like whatever, whatever 60% of yours, 60% of mine of my 60% is way higher than yours. It goes back. Everything is in 50, 50. Then the rest of that, you do whatever the hell you want with. That's how I look at
2: it. Um, let's see if i answer
4: that question. We can just wrap this all up, baby. <laughs>
2: Uh, Which is so funny Cause like my stance on that cracks me up
1: Cause you know like I'm so like Nonchalant yeah, about those things
4: Yeah
1: <laughs> I know I've seen you go on fire I've been like oh oh you're going off off Okay
2: <laughs> Like I'm, either, I'm not paying no bills Like we're running I pay the bills shut up
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: funny Um I mean, this stuff is comical though You know yeah. like just like that concept and like these stances, because no relationships are the same. Um, for example, since we're talking on like how that concept for you, open relationships, yes
1: or no? Like, well, open that that can mean a lot of different things. What do you mean by open? Because there's 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 like confined open? There's a type of open where as long as I don't see it, I don't care. Like what 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 type of open? I feel
2: open. like that's open. I feel like that's that's.
1: That's, that's a hall pass. In the worst way. Yeah, yeah,
2: like, yeah, like, that's yeah. embarrassing. That's like, as long as I don't see it. So um, when someone tells you that your partner cheated, now you have a problem and yeah. they cheated versus you've been like, no, that was okay with me. Yeah. That's not open. I think open is open communication, mm-hmm. autonomy, and... um
1: sexual freedom no i'm not the type of open that i'd be down for is hey we're gonna go get that one today that's what the type no.
2: of for. Yeah. oh yeah okay if that works for you i
1: think
4: that sounds awesome. <laughs> 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 is that one to him
1: <laughs> no
4: <laughs>
1: oh Touché.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, this is hilarious.
2: Uh, let's see what else the people need to know since I have you here. What does the woman, what does the woman Google Guy gotta know about you? Oh, should we, are we gonna just play Enchanted tongue and You're like, just gonna bring that back full circle to here because only because I saw I saw it recently when I was ignoring you. Um, I saw it. You know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, do you wanna just read like bring it back? You wanna. I mean I, feel, how awesome you are.
1: I mean, I feel like I don't have to talk about it because it's been it's been talked about for me. It's
2: been talked about for yeah, you. Yes, so I don't have to talk about it.
1: I have I'm, I have no idea how to respond to that at all. Wow. That I didn't expect. that. Uh, I had to, you know,
2: like I oh. I re- I recently came across the mission of that statement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so you want to talk about it? Mm um okay um so what what do you want to know what can i what do you want to what did you think about leading up into this moment um
1: i mean i've been nervous all day i ain't even gonna lie i'm like all right what did she ask are this like, i really because oh, like
2: oh, 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 what, what what did you think i would have asked you what is the what is the like? oh my god i
1: really i don't like and this isn't like just to kind of get out the answer the question i really didn't know because like there are very few people who know me the way you do um even in this short amount of time, but also like there's very few people that I know for a fact will ask whatever the fuck they want to ask that comes to their mind. So it's like I I didn't know how like for the honestly from when I woke up till about noon today I legit was like thinking about it all day long, and eventually I just had to let it go. I had to be like, you know what, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. So
2: gonna be um, so far i feel like it's been very kind like it's very um it's very easy like it's always easy to talk to you and it's so annoying because i know it just sounds like i'm like like i'm always issuing a compliment to you but it is very easy to talk to you which also for me is very frustrating because it's so easy to talk to you um it upsets me lack of time i have talking to you because it's so easy and um yeah what's up with that
1: actually why don't i talk to you more What's your issue?
2: i hate talking on I like, i hate like i don't care
1: i hate talking on the phone with a passion
2: i, I know but i live in texas
1: <laughs> this is fair this is fair
2: and not only is it fair but i don't even believe in fair to begin with so that's already a disadvantage it didn't even okay. have to be fair let's be very clear i don't believe in fair Uh because shit ain't fair
4: life ain't fair yeah you're right
2: life is life is not fair um honestly i believe in reasonable over fair okay because sometimes what's fair is not reasonable and sometimes what's reasonable is not fair Mm -hmm. like and i will say that i think sometimes i talk to you And I'm being reasonable, but I'm being unfair. Okay, that's my toxic trait. I am reasonable, but I can be unfair.
1: (laughs) Okay, would that be
2: safe
1: to say? I could agree with that.
2: You, I mean, you can, you can, like, you can call my bullshit back. (laughs) Um, actually, you never call my bullshit. You've never called the bullshit card on me. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Because I know, even when at times your communication breaks down and you get caught up in in being upset. Um, I know that you don't intend for it to be negative. Like you just are legit. Like however you're feeling, that's how you're feeling. And I, I never want to make you feel like wrong for feeling how you're feeling. It's just like I can sometimes. I, sometimes I do want to be like, "Hey, hey, bro! Like really look at how you like really look at this for a second. Like I need you. To, I need you to chill and look at this for a minute." <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think <laughs> you want to
2: talk about somebody who was mad. Like if you want to know who was hot. You should have talked to me with
1: last last Tuesday. Woo! I was yeah. You're right. I'm not. I'm sorry. Maybe see. And I'm And I I'm better at looking at that and being like, all right, look. So I can say X Y Z right now, but regardless of how I say it or what I say, it's going to be nigga. You tripping? Um. So now I try to I try to be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's 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 wait 24 hours and then test the water and then like test the water again in 24 hours. And be like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, you,
2: you mean eyes?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, and then I it's like, and like, then then if that don't work, what do I do next? You know, my I I, I crack a joke. I'm like, all right, let me do this joke real quick. Oh. Oh that didn't
2: that didn't land joke either
1: did not <laughs> That didn't land either All right all right that joke didn't land either okay okay so it's going to be another another 24 to 48 all right all right that's cool we, we give another 24 to 48 then it'd be like then then at that point it's like all right let's just jump into a conversation so i just like act like nothing happened bam bam bam, 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 bam. like did you see this or did the niggas acting stupid xyz all right all right the response to that was all right all right, all right we, we, I'm, I'm gonna say something else and then it's like then, then it's like all right so we bought we bought four in all right now i'd be like all right either i need to say something about the other day or it's gonna come up either way let's let's wait and see oh there it go <laughs> So that's... It's
2: because I'm trying to be healthy. So to be healthy, I'm trying not to have like those 24, 48, 72 hours. <laughs> you see me there. I'm just gonna comment on everything you say. To me.
1: Oh man, that was so funny! Like it, it, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, okay,
2: yeah, yeah. So what, what's my negative trait? What's, what's my negative trait, DJ?
1: That you give a damn but while you do give a damn you can you you have no issue giving a damn from a distance <laughs> <laughs> I key. I do not see
2: anything negative in that sentence <laughs> I feel like that was a high compliment like I care and I will care about you from a distance
1: yeah and that's like, like I said, said something similar before so it was me too. I'm like I will love the hell out of you and never talk to you again
2: like I'm over there <laughs> yeah. I, th- my love for you is so high in that corner, staring at you angrily. Yeah, yeah, it it is good. You're you're putting out excellent content, by the way. It's so solid.
1: I appreciate that. I, it
2: it is solid. This 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 There's some compliments that, that go around for for the content and just like breaking through that and having those really good necessary conversations. What would you tell What would you tell yourself going into this year? We're, we're we've already we're almost six months into the year mm-hmm. we're almost into the national holiday six, 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 my birthday um <clears throat> and yeah what would you tell yourself heading into this year about what's happened so far
1: man uh stay away from people who don't wash their hands um
2: <laughs> but buy toilet paper
1: yes yeah, stock, stock up on toilet paper uh mask and uh get get prepared to teach your kids from home. Like that shit is like I have a whole new appreciation for teachers. That shit is crazy.
2: The school year isn't over yet?
1: Oh no. Next week's the last week.
2: Dang, y'all yeah. got it hard with these children. Man. I mean, I'm thinking about getting a dog though.
1: That's so. that's that's like my dog is one of the worst kids I have. Like he over there asleep right now. So hey. He's living the life. He does. He doesn't have to worry about where his he doesn't worry about where his food's coming from his his bowl magically gets filled up he gets water, he gets to eat whatever he wants to that the kids drop on the floor like he, he doesn't have to worry about anything all he knows is that he exists um, That's
2: kind of what all of us do we just don't know that, that's <laughs> all we're doing is existing right now in this space like yeah. messing else is getting done Well, Is there anything else that we didn't touch on? Is there anything about you that we need to go back and highlight in Um are there, are there any more transparency
1: you're
2: going to give me <laughs> um,
4: oh I
1: got
2: another question okay. what can I expect from you for the rest of this year
1: Um, a better friend more someone who's more present intentionally um, and that ultimately will show you that they have your back like none other
2: I, uh, I'm so excited to meet that friend I'm so excited to know that person Like the capacity is there and it's so Strong that the lack of it makes me want to hop on a plane or with
1: Corona to like (laughs) cue. Oh man, I should have thought that the other day too. I was like, man, we was in the same place. Like, I would have opened the door to like, yeah, nigga, pop, and then just walked up, like, and just being like, I'm good. And then you'd be like, I'm good now. I'm good now. I'm good. good. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Everything about me is that I'm a pull up, I'm a pull upper. Like, I, cause I show up, I show up for people I care about. So my pull up is always um, with like love behind it, behind it. <laughs> but you have like your your mythical pull up come in the form of like the unsolicited text message to explain what I think. <laughs>
1: <It'll never be. laughs> Oh, uh, and I always read those as like you just sitting there going, like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, <laughs>
4: they are, they are, they are. <laughs> did, did I do like the one of four? Two of four, three of five? <laughs> I know,
2: I know, I know. I know. <laughs> I know my textbooks got like one of seven. Is that what it comes up? Yeah. It's, like one I of 7 like, oh. Yeah 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 you're like one of the for the record on uh, my phone it's just one it's
1: that just would one be box. like looking at that I, like opening and I'll be like you know what let me go get a shot I'll be right oh. back <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I know and because you're an early riser my tactic trade is my my long kick is somewhere like 8 o'clock in the morning you gonna start your day with this <laughs> i know that you're awake and i want you to start your day
1: oh man and that's the thing with you too like because you don't sleep either like it could come at any time literally anytime
2: when i remember (laughs) and i have the words um you don't know it but i want to kudos myself because i don't even curse in those messages
1: you know what you that is a very good point you don't
2: i don't curse i never use curse
1: words when i'm actually angry but you haven't the the mouth of a sailor when you aren't like that's so, so weird.
2: it is terrible if you want to know somebody who struggles i struggle all day at work
4: <laughs> that's fair
2: it's so many fuck shit fuck this bitch horror and my, you made me i just did it mm, mm, mm. um yeah um that that's why i struggle the most to be polite to people
1: and that's so weird because, like, seeing you, like, interact, like at the bar, like, interact with people and stuff is, like, you are the one of the nicest people. But it's, like, that nice that it's, like, I'm nice, but I'm waiting for you to step out of line because if you do, it's about to be some shit.
2: But the thing is, I'm not nice and waiting on you to step out of line. I am nice, and I hope that you never take it there because I just want to continue being nice. Yeah, okay. Like, I, yeah. when people say I'm a lover, not a fighter, I am literally a lover, not a fighter. I'm nurturing. I'm a nurse. I nurture. If you were in my house right now, I would fix you a drink. I'd fix you something to eat. I'd get some cigars. I'd put on a really good movie. I'd offer you a blanket. I'd set the temperature. I would literally be catering because I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I fight. (laughs) (laughs) I fight. And I love to tell people things like stop talking to me. Shut up! I bet your mom knows how to swallow now. Of course you feel that way. You've never made a woman come in your life. I mean, just regular <laughs>
4: yourself.
1: <laughs> Have you said that to somebody? Yes. Oh my Jesus! Well Definitely.
4: Done. I
2: I only stopped calling men uh, beta misogynistic cockles because that dude sent me that really disgusting video. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, damn! All right, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. That's life.
2: I'm um, involved mean, wow, and I'm working on my progress. Yeah, yeah. You did though.
1: <laughs> what you drinking?
2: Uh, Incredible Hulk oh. Hennessy hypnotic.
1: Wow, I have not had one of those in easily ten years. I now.
2: So I call this one uh, Angry Hulk because it's a little bit darker than normal, mm-hmm. which means there's more Hennessy than. It's yeah. not it because I'm such a fussing lady. Mm-hmm. Well, anything left? know You want to
1: edit this? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's
1: all. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to give them your social media anything so they can reach out to you after this? Because I'm sure they're gonna want to they're gonna want to feel the vibe after this.
2: <laughs> I'm an entire vibe. Um, I'm everything on social media. I'm the only V V. T H E O N L Y V E E V E E. V V is so weird to spell,
1: <laughs> it is,
2: it's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. I did that to myself.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been, I hope this has been fun for everyone. I hope you guys got really did get a kick out of it, learned a little bit more about me and just transparency in general. This was. You know I've, it's been really deep lately, so to have one that's that's literally just fun and two people who love talking shit, uh, doing their thing. <laughs> but uh, you guys know where you can follow me. You can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow the podcast at Awaken So Pod or the Awaken So Pod. And then lastly, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns the awaken so pod at gmail We are the number one podcast for the culture, and we're out. Peace. Hey